Welcome out there to another awesome episode of The Album Argument. I'm Ryan. I'm Jeremy. And we are so happy to have you with us today. Jeremy, tell us a little bit about The Album Argument in 10 seconds or less. Go. The Album Argument is where two handsome dudes get together and swap an album for some live reactions. Ooh, and we pick the best and worst songs. Yes, and we pick the best and worst songs. That's very important to say. That is very important. And uh, some have requested maybe some video of this podcast, but... um, I don't don't think that's happening. That's not happening. That's not happening anytime soon. Yeah, I mean, it's just how I like to honestly listen to podcasts. I don't know about you two. Uh, yeah, I, I do. It's funny because there's some podcasts that I've listened to in the past that have live video and I've watched like one or two things and I'm like, this is not the same. They don't look the way I think they should look. They're not in a room that I imagine them being in. That, that's not to say that we're not handsome. Well, we're very handsome. That is that is a definite. <laughs> As Ryan calls us out on our own uh, words, but... <laughs> um, no, uh, so yeah, we get together every so often. We talk about albums, and this week we got a doozy. This yes. is an interesting one. This was your pick, Jeremy Dudman. Tell us about your album. Yeah, so this is "Yield" by Pearl Jam. Now I gotta stop you right there. Uh, when you gave me Pearl Jam, I was like super stoked and excited. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna get to listen to some ten. I'm going to get to listen to what was their second and third record. I can't remember. They escaped my mind right now. Vi- uh, versus. Versus. And, and Vitology. Vitology. Thank you. I was going to say something else, and that was going to be wrong. But but you gave me yield. Why? Well, so because of that. In part, that one reason. So uh, it is not 10, which you gave me actually a vinyl record of a long time ago. Yeah, it was a long, it was so. a long time ago. <laughs> I yes, forgot about I, yeah, I have that. Yeah, I, yeah. I do still have that. Oh, um, sweet. So, yeah, this is uh, back in 1998, by the way. Yeah. So, you know, 10 was six, seven years before that, mm-hmm. right? 91. And the band uh, was in the midst of the 90s. and But then at that point, uh, Nirvana was, you know, no longer and Soundgarden no longer and things like that. So uh, Pearl Jam, I didn't listen to this album back in 1998. I did I think I started around 2001 or two when okay. I found it. All right. And just going back and listening to Pearl Jam. And in my mind, going back to a reason why I picked it was that it's kind of, it's Pearl Jam finding their own sound. Yeah. I would, I would totally agree with that. Now I'll fully say that I never listened to this record like, yeah. ever. And I uh, bet most people have not. Yeah. So when I, when I look at my, uh, iTunes playlist of Pearl Jam songs, it's literally only tracks off the first three albums. And in terms of albums, so I know we're here to pick the best and the worst, but in terms of albums, I, I like 10, I like Versus, I like Vitology. It dropped off at no code for me, but uh, and some other people agree with that. But then Yield came out, and I think Yield is a good album. Oh, I'll tell you right now, this is a very good album. I have already purchased it. Nice, gotcha. It's a great record. Um, I was very very surprised uh, by how much I enjoyed this record. And I did a little bit of digging and research into it, which I normally don't do. And I think I figured out why I liked it so much. And that was because it was a full band input on this record. It wasn't just one person. Everybody had a say in this album and it really comes through and shows and it's, it's beautiful. It's a great album. Yeah. So that's a good point. So if anybody, uh, I won't mention here, but uh, you can go online and look uh, Wikipedia or wherever, and they have the the listing of who wrote the songs, and it's pretty even of 
uh, Eddie Vedder wrote a couple songs. Mike McCready wrote a couple songs. Uh, Stone Gosser wrote a couple songs. Jeff Ament wrote a couple songs. And even Jack Irons wrote, wrote yeah, a song, the drummer. So yep. everybody has a say on this album. And uh, it is a very band-driven album. And I would say, uh, also on that note, there's a cool DVD. At the time, it was DVD. I guess now it's streaming. I don't know if it streams. But uh, Single Video Theory. Oh. And I'll have to let you borrow it before, oh, that'd be awesome. before you leave. And uh, it shows the recording of this. And it's the band in the studio. And there's even a scene where they clock in, like literally clocking in. <laughs> time sheets awesome. probably is a joke and things like that. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just very band-driven. And the sound behind the album great guitar tones. I mean, great sound all around. That That's also why I picked it. It's just cool guitar tones. And I'm very happy that you agree. Oh, it's a great record. Uh, you said Jack Irons. Hmm. Why does that name sound familiar? Yeah. So some people might have heard of another band he's played in is the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, there you go. So uh, yeah, he played on a couple of albums with them. And then actually on the tour for this album, he ended up kind of leaving. And then... Um, was that when Matt Cameron came Yeah, Matt in? Cameron. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So Matt Cameron joined just after this, and he's been the drummer ever since. So. And he's a solid drummer as well. He was also in Soundgarden, Yeah, correct? Soundgarden. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, talk about Matt Cameron. He's he's an awesome drummer. He's a very- And we haven't done Soundgarden yet, but I'm sure we'll do some Soundgarden uh, at some It's going to happen at some point in time. Yeah. So to be in a couple of bands, uh, Pearl Jam and Soundgarden- it's pretty yeah. legendary. Awesome drums. Uh, but sorry to say, no, he did not play drums on this album. It was all Jack Irons. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's beautiful. It's It was produced by Brendan O'Brien, by the way, yep. I should say. So if you uh, don't know Brendan O'Brien, he's pretty much the sound of the 90s of, uh, of rock. Yeah, right? a legendary producer. I know we've used that term before uh, for a couple different people, but like, if we're saying somebody is a legendary producer, we, I mean, honestly, just look him up and you'll see what we're talking about. This dude is legendary. Yeah. And he's also somewhat based out of Atlanta too. Really? So some might not know. And he worked around. I didn't know that. Um, but yeah, he, uh, it was mixed mostly in Atlanta and also mastered in Atlanta by the Rodney Mills, which is a classic cool. mastering engineer here in town too. So it has some Atlanta ties, which... I didn't really realize that at the time giving it yeah. to you, but, you know, kind of doing some research leading do, up to this. Do you know which studios they were um, at, at? at the time, it was Southern Tracks. They're, they're no longer yeah. there. So gotcha. Rodney Mills has his own place, uh, Mastering House. Nice. So, Very good. Uh, but yeah, here in the Atlanta area. And um, it's just, again, going back to uh, the album in general, beautiful guitar. So if you yes. know Pearl Jam, you might think of Pearl Jam. And if you haven't listened to this, you go, okay, well, I, I know Pearl Jam. You know, it's the, uh, what I think of uh, Saturday Night Live, Opera Man. Do you remember Opera Man? <laughs> yeah. And he did Even Flow. So this is yes. this is not that type of Pearl Jam. I mean, Pearl Jam will always have Eddie Vedder. Of course. And that I is mean, the sound of Pearl Jam. He is the, yeah. I mean, I can't imagine any other vocalist ever fronting Pearl Jam. Yeah. But I think in this album specifically, they uh, the two guitarists, Mike McCready and Stone Gossard, they really have their sound down. And they have the riffs. They come up with most of the riffs for the songs anyways. That yeah. you'll, It's tied to Even Flow and Alive. Mm -hmm. It's got some ties because they're still the same writers. But they have cool tones kind of going back to Led Zeppelin. And we talked a little bit of The Cure and how they can blend all these sounds together. And then this is, again, the album of Pearl Jam. And that, see, I, I think that would actually be my only real argument against this record is I felt like at times the guitar sounds were too low. Like they could have mm -hmm. been brought up a little bit more, a little bit louder. But at the same time, would that have changed the dynamic of the song? 
And if it would have, then I'd say keep it the way it is. I don't, this album is next to perfect. I'm, I'm, it is not a perfect record. I would say this is a four star record, four out of five. Uh, almost every song on there is great. Yep. And I, I mean, I, if changing the guitar tones, uh, making them a little bit louder, it changes the feel of the record, then don't do it, leave it alone and keep it the way it is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm happy with it. I, I don't think anything is on this that I would change, but okay. I'm interested. Yeah, so let's fine. take it to what's your, uh, best and worst. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and start off with the worst. And, uh, usually I would say the best first, but I want to start off with the worst first. And that is because, uh, I remember watching MTV back in the day and seeing a little clip of this video. And I did not know what album it was off of, but it was animated. There was dinosaurs in it and it was really, really super, super cool. The song is called do the evolution. So this song is awful. It's flat awful. Starting off with the rooster crow that Eddie Vedder uh, puts out there. I get what they're trying to do with this song. I get what they're trying to say. I, I, I understand it, but they totally missed the mark. This song is hot garbage. And I say that with as much respect as I can honestly give. You know, we've had that conversation about how, like, sometimes we're too nice to things. This is a great album. I'm telling you right now, go buy this record. Skip this song every single time. This is an awful song. So I I don't discount what you say. Right. Or I don't, I'm not against what you say in terms of, I, I might skip this song. So it's yeah. not my favorite song. Uh, for those out there too, if you have not seen the video for a while, Pearl Jam did not have music videos too. Yeah. And so this kind of brought them back into the fold and they had the the kind of animation cartoon that you were talking about. And the right? animation's awesome. Yeah. It's cool. The song, I don't know. The, the song, it holds something there though. It, it, it's a rocker and I like the breakdown. It's kind of got a little... Um, da, 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 dun, dun. it's almost like uh, Michael Jackson. It's I almost gotcha. like beat it or bad. One of those. It, it's 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 got a cool breakdown and it's it's fun. It's a fun song. But no, I no. I I agree with you that I usually skip it because it it kind of doesn't fit the rest of the song. It doesn't, and the riff that's in it that plays over and over again, it's lacking something. I mean, yeah, that's cool. But what else? The song, it just, it does not, it just doesn't work. And I, the, I don't like it. I hate it. Yeah. And this is kind of uh, maybe a jumping off point for the next version of Pearl Jam. So there's yes. kind of the 90s yes. version. And then there's everything that's happened since. And I admit I haven't, I had a few albums after that, Riot Act and Binaural. But mm-hmm. uh, some of the songs, even the last few years, are kind of more do the evolution. And it's like, okay, it's it's okay. It's a little riff, but... It's not like these classic. No, it's, it's the other not. Songs. If I could, if I could repress this album, I would take the song off, and we would never speak of it again. And some of you out there that maybe don't know Yield, maybe you do know Do the Evolution, and I wonder too if you heard that as a single. It wasn't maybe an official single, but there was a video. There was for a video, it. and uh, but if if you heard that, you would say, 
maybe I don't want to listen to the album, but I would say that is not an indicator of the rest of the album. So I it agree is. with you on that. Okay. No. All right. At least we can, at least we can agree on that and I won't have to hurt you in any way. But if you know me and you do know me, there's a different song that I will skip for sure, but we'll get to that. I'm sure. It, I, I, I think I know what it is. I'm not going to say it cause I want to, I want to see if we, we match up when you announce it. Uh, but yeah, do the evolution skip immediately. The rest of the record. Perfect. Uh, you start off with uh, Brain of Jay, which is, my opinion, is Pearl Jam's punk rock song. It is, it's a great track. Let's hear a little bit of that really quick. And you got some other cool tracks like uh, Given to Fly, Wishlist, which I remember hearing on the radio. That, yeah, that was a single. Uh, yeah, I remember hearing that one, but it, it, it's good. I like the song, but it's definitely not my favorite on there. And then you got like MFC, great song as well. Um, I think it's a great song. I have to go with No Way. No Way, though, it to me is the standout track on this album. So not an Eddie Vedder song, too. No, it's not. <laughs> but it's a rocker, man. Even like, but this is what I was saying about the guitars being a little bit higher. I like the way it starts. I would have yeah. liked to have heard the guitars come up a little bit more halfway through. I think they are a little bit. They're they're brought up a little bit. Yeah. But it, it, I, I don't know. I love the riff. I love the flow, uh, the vocal line. It's it's just all, it's a perfect song. It's yeah. great. And it's got a breakdown at the end. It's not my pick for best, but I, I agree with you. It's got a cool tone. It differs from the other songs. Yeah. It has its own sounds so and yeah it's a, i love it's a the choice. drum beat as well like yep. you know simple drums but they're effective like he jack irons is not trying to show up anything he knows that the song needs something simple sure uh, to really extenuate how good it is uh this is a great song i love it that to me no way is the best song on this record interesting okay i'll give you that i don't agree with you you should agree with me <laughs> I'm correct in this one. I don't know about that, but I, I um, assure you, I am correct. Uh, one quick note about <laughs> Spotify numbers. Not that Spotify matters, but of course, uh, for those out there, you probably know that I subscribe to Spotify. And uh, Do the Evolution is at 52 million plays, and that has the most plays. I just had to throw that in there. That's going awful. Back to that and then second on the list is Given to Fly, and then Wish List, and then everything else that that's in the tens of millions yeah and then everything else is in like single digit millions which is a lot so it's it's it maybe shows that a lot of people just kind of listen to let's say the three singles yeah those are the singles given to fly wish list and do the evolution and then not really giving the rest of the album a chance which i'm here to say everybody should give it everybody a chance. should give this album a chance so if i have to say my choice so I agree with you on, you know, a Brain of Jay, great opener. I think Faithful, too. It's rocking. Yeah. 
Uh, no way. It, it, it's not my favorite, but it's it's cool. It's a good song, right. and it's the best. <laughs> <laughs> um, going down the list, also Pilot is pretty cool. It's it's mm-hmm. kind of uh, it's it's a kind of I don't know. I don't want to say funny, but in a way funny. Yeah. You know, he's, he's sitting like Pilot. I have a dog, and then uh, uh, interesting note. So uh, kind of reading a little behind the album. So Pilot and Low Light was written by. They were written by Jeff Ament, so they kind of go together. Low Light's kind of the answer to Pilot. Oh, cool. Uh, musically, not, but lyrically, they go together. Yeah, I didn't put that together. That's neat. Um, and uh, But yeah, I agree with you. MSC, Low Light. I remember listening to Low Light. It's got a cool kind of timing, nice timing. It's got like an extra beat to it, um, like a 7-8 a every once in a while. It's kind of in a 6-8 mm-hmm. feel and adds extra beat. So I remember in high school just loving that, and it was kind of different. More acoustic, but it, it fits. Um, in hiding is really big. Um, so I, I struggle. I'll start with the, the best. So, All right. um, I struggle actually. And I say, cause I skipped one in particular is given to fly, which I think is my pick. Oh, all given right. to fly and in hiding. So when I go back to this album, I would say faithful too. I would say those are the three faithful. Okay. If I had to tell somebody to listen to this album, these are the the indicators of this album. This is why you should listen to this album. This gives you a full, uh, look into the minds of Pearl Jam while they were making this album, I would say Faithful, Given to Fly, and In Hiding. Those are good choices. And They're, they may be low light, but that's yeah. totally different than the rest of the album. So, uh, But I go with Given to Fly, uh, and this is why I kind of chose this album for today, uh, because some say, which I didn't really catch this, and I was going to bring it up to you, some say it's similar to Going to California from Led Zeppelin, Ooh. and specifically Led Zeppelin for that we covered last episode. Yeah. Let's take a listen. Let's and listen. this is my pick and see if we hear a little going to California or not. They made it to the ocean had a smoke and a tree. The wind rose up, set him down on his knee. And, you know, de- depending on which part of the song that you listen to, but it's specifically more the beginning, I think. I don't know. What do you think? So if you go back to the conversation we had uh, for for Led Zeppelin 4, we discussed the differences between influences and actually plagiarizing. Yes. This is definitely an influence. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't think there's any argument there, to be honest. I don't think it's exactly like it, but I do – you can hear, yes, the inspiration in there. And I think that's great. Uh, it's, it's paying tribute. Um, to to a great song, to a great album, and I think it's perfectly fine. It's a wonderful song. I love this song. Yeah, and this one though has the cool kind of phaser, uh, flanging guitar tone. That's what kind of yeah. has always stood out. It's got that cool line written by uh, Mike McCready, and uh, I never really heard the going to California thing. I thought that was kind of interesting and kind of a coincidence since we just covered yeah. that. But, uh, you know, lyrically, or not lyrically, but kind of cadence-wise in terms of the vocals, mm-hmm. I kind of get that, but... Yeah. This has the cool guitar tone. It gets really big and loud at the end, and it's a rocker, and it's kind of all a Pearl Jam all-in-one song, too, so that's why I kind of like it. Uh, but going to California was much more acoustic, so it's kind of yeah. cool, the influence of, yes, it's influence in that you can take something, turn it into something totally different, and maybe have callbacks. That's what jazz has been doing for years, but you oh, make it your own. Uh, but yeah, great guitar tones in this. Uh, cool drums, too. It's a little different in the drums, so it's kind of yeah. tom-based but then gets really solid at the end. And it's fairly positive. 
right? So yeah, you kind of give your definitely. love away as he sings at the end. And um, um, I don't know. It's pretty cool. Uh, again, In Hiding, I kind of struggle with that because that's pretty cool, too. I don't know. That's kind of a classic Pearl Jam riff. Um, I'm going to play a little bit of that. Yeah, let's that's hear a little bit. So I think this is a good example of when the guitars do crank up yeah. during that kind of part where the guitars come in and it just, it changes. It's a and, wall of sound. Yeah, a good wall of sound. And it's it's just a rocker. I've always liked that one. And they're very similar songs in my mind that they kind of build given to fly and in hiding. Yeah. So they go together on this album. I could totally see in hiding on another record. It, yeah, it would fit on true. another record. And in, in, I, I don't know. It's it's a great track. It's it's hard to pick a song on here that's that's the best and not have a bunch of second, third, fourth places that could easily be the best as well. Yes. Yeah, it's it's that good. So uh, feel free to, at any point, if you haven't already, stop this podcast momentarily. Momentarily. Go take a listen and then come back and check out the end because it's just that good. You can just kind of put it on. It's got a cool, uh, uh, sorry, front cover. I know we don't always talk about artwork, but yeah. sometimes we do. So it's kind of... Uh, I don't know. It's always, it's very simple, just driving down the road and simple and effective with a yield sign. And uh, a lot of the songs are just, they kind of work with driving around and just kind of enjoying a good album like this. I think it's a great cover. So within hiding though, I kind of use that as the segue into the song that I don't like. Uh Oh, and it's always for me, it's Uh a spoken word. Oh, geez. Come on. I hate to say it, but it's spoken word. It just doesn't do it for me. It's push me, pull me. It's the next song, song 12. Right after the high of In Hiding. I knew this was coming. I had a false belief. I thought I came here to stay. We're all just visiting. All just breaking like waves. The oceans made me. So some might say also there is a red bar. That's the uh, Jack Iron song. But that's only um, a minute long. I do believe that it's actually called The Color Red. The Color Red. The okay. Color Red. Yeah, The Color Red. Uh, Spotify likes to say red bar, but Whatever. yes, Spotify's wrong. Spotify's wrong. They're wrong on no, a that, few things. That's a great percussion song. Yeah, it's, it's cool. It's yeah. it, it, And it's short though. My problem mm-hmm. with this, Push Me, Pull Me is two and a half minutes. It does kind of get into a little cool guitar sung part about a halfway through it, but yeah. it's, I don't know. It doesn't do it for me. It's a good kind of near the end of the album. Yeah. I guess it fits. I, I, yeah, you know what? I knew this. I knew you were going to pick that. But in terms Whatever. of 13 songs. You are predictable, Jeremy Dudman. I know. It just, it doesn't do, it just, without the <laughs> melody, it's hard. To, it doesn't pull me in. Push me, pull me. <laughs> it doesn't pull me in. Oh, you're full of but jokes. in terms of, the album is 13 songs. It could have trimmed off this one and maybe even the Jack Iron song, just to be honest. But no, the, no, the Jack Iron song, that's a perfect uh, middle to the album. <laughs> I love it. I think it's great. Um, and I haven't, we haven't mentioned all those yesterdays. I think that's a good closer. It's a very good closer. Yeah. It's, it's just kind of somewhat chill and, uh, lyric content. And, uh, I'm very happy that you liked it. Uh, I, I've been wanting to do a Pearl Jam and I, I don't know what kind of hit me and it clicked in terms of why choosing yield. And I said, this is the one to give to Ryan again, because it's such a good solid, album with good songs oh yeah but a good album to just kind of put on listen all the way through the end 
So growing up, we had a we had a lot of friends that were very big fans of Pearl Jam. What what would you say that if you can recall, what would you say that they thought of either this record or other Pearl Jam albums? Would they have picked a different one as their favorite, or would they even give this one a shot? Yeah, I don't remember honestly before us talking about this today. I don't know if I've ever talked about this album with somebody. Okay, at least I don't remember. Gotcha. Because I remember in high school driving around listening to just having started driving. Yeah, and listening to the album, having the DVD, watching that. And maybe we talked with friends. I don't know. It's just, it it it, it doesn't have the typical big anthem like Animal yeah. from Versus and, or uh, Daughter and all those that people usually talk about with Pearl Jam. So I'd be interested out there. Let us know. Is Yield some an album that you've listened to? Or you just kind of hit some songs and now you go listen to it. Now, when you say talking with friends, are you talking about in your green van with that cell phone? <laughs> the cell phone, yeah. The, the, the cell car phone. phone that did not work. So this was circa 2001-ish. And uh, yeah, it had a car phone. It had a giant car phone in it that was put in probably in 1989, 1990, somewhere yeah, around there. Yeah, and so we played in uh, you know the high school band scene, and so we had to have a van. And I played <laughs> double bass, big bass, so you had to have a van. And so um, I think I got that van for like $600, and oh, it yeah. came with a... Kind of that piece that was a broken phone. Yep. And uh, for all those that don't know, you know, pre-cell phone, you had a car phone. Yeah, and we used to, we used to drive down the road um, and hold the phone up to our ear with the windows down and act like we were talking on it. We, we thought we were so funny. That would be illegal nowadays in Georgia. I think so, yeah. Hands-free. Hands-free. Yeah. It's not hands-free nowadays. Yeah, so. That's a good point. Uh, I guess our, all car phones would have been hands-free nowadays. Wow, time flies. How dangerous was that car phones? Oh, it was very dangerous. I remember my dad, when he brought home like his first cell phone thing or car phone, and it was in this giant bag that he had to carry with him and like and charge these batteries for. And I'm like, dude, this is not convenient. But right. it was it was the big thing. Like It was huge for him. And whoever was smart enough to you know get behind that, they knew <laughs> yeah. where we would be yeah. now. And uh, here we are here talking we about, are. Uh, you know, all those yesterdays. And, uh, uh, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. That was very clever, Jeremy Dudman. <laughs> Last comic standing. Um, but also, for those that haven't seen it, also go check out the single video theory, the DVD behind this. It's a very cool. Just look behind scenes of uh, Pearl Jam and kind of going into writing songs. If you're into that stuff like we yeah. are, you get to kind of see the behind the scenes, not just them performing live. Um, maybe that's how I got into this album too, because they did a lot of lo those live records around there. Started to do yeah. it, and they're very known for that. Yeah, I remember are. hearing "Given a Fly." I go, well, that's kind of a cool song. Where did, you know what album did that come from? Uh, but anyways, the the DVD or wherever it is now, it's a cool behind the scenes. Or as kids say today, BTS. <laughs> I've I thought that was a a Korean pop band. Well, say like BTS, such and such, this or whatever. I, I, BTS. No? Is that not a Korean pop band? It is the it is the pop band that's on hiatus. Right. Uh, wait, right now. I don't even know anything. Yeah, are you, are we going to do one of those albums? Soon? Maybe. I've never really listened I've to I've never them, heard so. a thing from but them. But I think from what I understand, they're going into the military. Uh, the, the In uh, South random. Korea, you have to go into the military. Oh, okay. And so okay. they kind of deferred it for a while, and now they have to do their... Now they got to do their military yeah, service. their oh, service, okay. which is their service to the country. Yeah, good for them. Yeah, respect that. So we'll see We'll see what that band looks like in uh, a few years after <laughs> They all come out grizzled and wearing fatigues, and they're like, we're no longer singing. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see. That, that's interesting. <laughs> we'll see how that comes out. But anyways, uh, take a look at our Spotify playlist. Check out Yield. 
uh, maybe help boost the numbers of the rest of the songs. Yeah. Because uh, unfortunately, in hiding, go back to Spotify numbers, only four million people have streamed Come that song. Come on, That's only a great four song. million. And MS, MFC three million. You know, so. Um, you know, um, I just checked, please go listen to this album. I checked one of the uh, the play counts from one of my songs that's out there, and it had ten. And I was just like, ten? Come on! I know there's more than just ten people. I'm sure I'm seven of those ten. So, <laughs> hey, ten more than I have. You no, know, right? that's so, a good point. <laughs> All right, come on, let's support Pearl Jam. Everybody right now, after you finish listening, go download all their records. Give them a shot. We know that they're a good band and uh they've you know they're up and coming. They're great. They're a good band. Support them. Go and download their music, Amazon, Apple, wherever you get your music from. Also, take a look at our podcast. Share it with whoever you think needs to hear it. Share it with your high school buddies, your college buddies. Share it with your wife, your daughter, your whatever. Grandma. Grandma. Definitely give it to grandma. Grandma needs to hear Pearl Jam's Yield. I promise you, she will enjoy it. Uh, thank you so much. Make sure you check out thealbumargument.com, where, again, you can find Jeremy's Spotify playlist and any other information about us that you might want to know about us. And, yeah, that's that about it on my side. What about you? Yeah, no. Thanks for listening, and let us know uh, if you want to cover something. I know uh, a few people have kind of reached out saying they might want to, they want us to do something out of the ordinary. And, you know, yeah. we do try to stick to something at least one of us knows to, yes. to trade with the other. So that, yeah. So it, it would be very boring if we just sat here and like, I don't know. What do you think? That was good. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool. So, but please take a look at the past episodes. If you're kind of just coming into this, so, you know, we are on episode 33. So we've done everything from Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah. That yeah. was uh, Ryan's favorite a to, uh, to, uh, an Adele, to Alanis Morissette, Adele. to, uh, a dealy right to a Michael Jackson and then all the rockers in between. So we do branch out. So Sometimes. do let us know that, you know, you, you just want our two cents on it and yeah. we'll, we'll see what we can do about it. We that. really, really do appreciate it. this is, this has been a uh, labor of love for both of us. We, we really enjoy this podcast and we're glad that some of you out there do as well. Until next time, I'm Ryan. I'm Jeremy. Deuces. We are out. <laughs> <laughs>